All right, here we go. Episode number six of San Francisco Training Camp Live with Joe Shasky, the butcher of Bonte Hill. And what do you know? We have a game to react to. We're not just talking practice, practice, practice. We're actually talking about a game, although it wasn't a regular season game. It was an exhibition. We don't even care who won the damn game. I think the Niners lost. I wasn't even sure as we saw the end of the game there. I think it was uh, – I don't even know who was playing. 19 to 16. Yeah. The Chiefs I don't, won. I don't, I don't Joe Montana care. beat Joe Montana, but n- number 19 beat number 16. Sure, it was a Steve DeBerg. <laughs> Lynn Dawson. I mean, come on, man. Probably um, better. <laughs> but no, we got our first glimpse of Trey Lance in a game. In a game. Not just practice, in a game. And we saw Trey Lance uh, <laughs> dazzle right away there with the first play. <laughs> <laughs> play action pass, throws a dart to Brennan Ayuk. He drops it. It's okay. He gets sacked on the third play of the game. And then the fourth play happened. The fourth play happened where Magic was in the air. And Shasky, like you did on the show today, I would like you to wax poetic on how it felt to yeah. see number five Trey Lynch trot out to Levi Stadium for the first time. Well, there's certain moments that you just remember as a sports fan. I remember when, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick came in for an injured Alex Smith in the Rams game. Um, and the crowd was like, Ooh, oh my gosh. And it ended up being a nothing moment for him the following week, which I'll get to in a second ended up being that come to Jesus moment for him where everything aligned perfectly and the stars worked themselves out. Patrick Willis laying out Brad Smith over the middle in a no nonsense Jets Niner game from 2007. It was like, Oh my God, he has arrived. David Carr, some of the low lights replacing Alex Smith. We want car. We want car. And the whole entire stadium lighting up when he goes out there. Only to have him look absolutely horrible. Mike Singletary calling timeout, Vontae, bringing the whole 75-man roster together. Everybody in the stands like, oh, my God, here we go. Very next play, Roddy Wright, 80-yard touchdown. It didn't work. This was totally different. This reminded me of Colin Kaepernick making that first throw on Monday Night Football against the Chicago Bears down the sideline to Kyle Williams where the whole stadium, the air, kind of came out and then breathed back in to the stadium. It was unlike anything I've ever seen. He steps onto the field, and Bonte, Levi Stadium was electric. People were standing, clapping. They're losing their minds. He takes that first drop back, and everyone is on the edge of their seats, leaning forward. And as he started to scramble and come toward the line of scrimmage to eventually make a throw, you'd have thought this team was going for an NFC Championship victory in the final two minutes for a chance to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, I cannot explain how exhilarating that two to three seconds was, and he just throws an absolute howitzer down the field to Brandon Ayuk, and he just drops it. And then everybody's eyes go up to the two Jumbotrons, one on the south end, one on on the north end. And the next thing you know, the next thing you know, you see Brandon Ayuk just drop the ball, and everyone turns to the guy or gal next to him and says, oh, my God, we've got a quarterback. (laughs) You know, Joe, it's so funny you say that because in the press box, obviously we have the TVs there, and they're a little delayed. So as soon as Ayuk dropped it, I'm uh-huh. leaning back to my press box seat, and I'm looking back to see the replay. And then I got enough time to look at the Jumbotron to watch it in real time with the faithful out there at Levi Stadium. And I was just like, wow, what a throw. 
What a throw. And I heard Marcus Thompson of the Athletics have left and he said, let it fly, let it fly, let it fly. And I wanted to get up out my seat as he stepped up in the pocket and got out of there. Look, that was an impressive damn throw. But none was probably more impressive or no throw captured the imagination like the fourth play he took or the fourth snap he got uh, Saturday night against Kansas City. Takes the ball, gets the ball, hike. Play action pass, rolls out to his left, sets up on the hashes. Now, that Brendan Ayuk running a crossing route where Brendan Ayuk had a couple steps on a Kansas City defender. That's a 15, 20-yard game. Probably the right play to make. Trey got greedy and said, nah, I'm going to get these fans a show. And I'm going to show everybody what I've been doing in training camp. And he let that baby fly across the field, damn near to the right sideline, to a sure field who was running in stride. He didn't have to break stride. Watch <laughs> right in the breast, bread basket over two defenders. In 80 yards we go. You got the Bertha Trey area, and the Niners uh, score a touchdown there. And nobody remembers Robbie Gold missing the extra point. No. Nobody remembers at all. It was like, if there's an extra point to miss, that was the one to miss for Robbie Gold because everybody was just sitting there scratching their heads saying, did you see Trey do that? Oh, my gosh, Trey Lance. Did you see him make that throw? And it was a with so much velocity. It didn't even matter. Like a Jimmy Garoppolo duck is getting picked, right? He throws this duck that it felt like it was going 90 miles per hour, and he hits Sherfield right in stride for a touchdown. It was unbelievable. I mean, to throw that from where he did on the hashes up to the opposite side of the field, I don't think people understand, even though it wobbled a little, how hard he threw that bad boy because it stayed in the air and went right over the top of the cornerback and the safety. Look, Monte. That play alone is the one that everyone's going to point to because of the touchdown and the way Trent Sherfield, he didn't catch it. That ball caught him. But my bigger takeaway was the moxie and the ability for this kid who hasn't played a lot of football to come into an NFL environment. Probably, I mean, is that the most fans he's ever played in front of? Like, it's that's possible. something that I hadn't even thought of. Yeah. I don't know. It's possible. North Dakota State, how much are they drawing? That's you know, what I'm yeah, saying. How much is Youngtown State filling up out That's there it. in Ohio? You know what I'm saying? Like, even the championship game against James Madison in Frisco, Texas. Right. I don't think there's that many. I mean, there was 50,000 at Levi's Stadium. 100%. And he just – I was so blown away with his moxie. He didn't take any delay of game penalties. It seemed like he was getting the team lined up and ready to go. He knew where to point out for some of the uh, the other players that were backups. And he was playing with backups on his side against first stringers. Yeah. So – all that contextualized this is a great first outing for the kid. Absolute great first outing for the kid. And Bonte, that wasn't even his best throw of the night. No. You might think it was. There were three or four other throws throughout that night that I was like, dude, I haven't seen a blade of grass get thrown to on this field like that since coming here in 2014. Like, honest to God, God bless Jimmy and his soul. He might be the starter week one. But there were spots on that field that defenses just didn't have to cover with these old quarterbacks. Now, with this kid, every inch of that entire field must be worried about. You notice how the grass is always greener outside the numbers and in the middle of the field, it's kind of chewed up. Well, this season, if Trey does play quarterback, the grass on the outside that looks so green, it's going to look like the middle of the field. It's going yeah. to it's going to be chewed up. You're going to get guys out there in space and some of the throws you're talking about, the one-yard line, where oh. hitting the Niners down to the one-yard line. Mm-hmm. And it's right in my vantage point in the press 
Fox. You're sitting right up there at 327. And I'm thinking to myself, ooh, this is good for Trey Lance. One yard line. It's got to go 99 yards. What does he do in the end zone? Please, Shanahan, let him throw on first down. That's what I was telling myself. Let him throw on first down. He goes play action. And Charlie Warner runs a nice route. And Lance hits him in stride. So he's at, so he has the ability to turn around and kip, pick up a big chunk. What do you get? Like 34, 35 yards on yeah. the play. That was a great throw. I know you love the Richard James Jr. throw where he dropped it on an out route and Trey Lance is in the pocket and he's sitting, sitting, and he just zips it to the outside. I'm thinking, oh no, he's late to the outside. Oh no, it just hit Richie James Jr. in the hands and he dropped it. And it was like, wow, this guy has so much confidence throwing outside the numbers. And that's something that's been missing from a 49ers quarterback in quite some time. Well, and, and just let's look at the footwork on the two screen passes that were considered runs, and I'm doing right. air quotes here, um, to Juwan Dennings. I mean, you can't get it out any quicker than that and, and more toward the guy can catch it and turn up field. I mean, ball placement is very important, very important. The other two throws that I want to highlight, one of them was where he stepped up and tried to throw Ross Dwelly open over mm-hmm. the middle, and he sailed it a little to the left. His footwork wasn't perfect, but his ability to step up in the pocket and try to throw it to where only his receiver can get it, mm-hmm. that, to me, is something that you either have or you don't. Now, you can teach it up a little here and there, but his ball placement and understanding of, I'm going to throw it to where only my guy can get it, and if it goes incomplete, I'm okay with that. It's just very refreshing to see from a 49er quarterback. There's another throw I want to highlight, which we didn't talk about on today's radio show. Over the middle, he stepped up, stepped up, and rifled one to Richie James Jr. on a slant over the middle. I thought he showed great moxie. It wasn't his first read. He threw Mm -hmm. it over the middle. I thought Richie James Jr. alligator armed it, to be totally honest with you. Maybe it was a little high, which which can happen with the kid's arm. But those are the kind of plays, stepping up in the pocket, that's the stuff I like seeing from the kid. And Richie James Jr. alligator arming that football is not good for him. He's fighting for a roster spot. You got to go in there and make that play. Like, there's no doubt about it. So we'll get to Richie James. I'm so out on real quick. I'm so out on Richie James. I I just, I'm disappointed because you see the flashes. You think back to 2019, the play that changed the first Arizona game between the Knights and the Cardinals, the wide receiver screen that goes for 50 plus. It changed the game when the Niners are down 16 nothing. You see the the Green Bay game. Hell, he had a return against the Rams on Saturday night of that same season. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Big yeah. time return to get the Niners set up. Week and 16. Get a roll in week 16 on a Saturday night in a classic against the Rams. Thursday night football last year against Green Bay where he's out there rolling with River Craycraft and Trent Taylor. He goes and secures eight, nine catches yeah. for over 150 yards. He's disappointed because you see the talent there. Yeah. You see sometimes the talent and – for whatever reason, he can't put it together. Another guy, Travis Benjamin, just get him off the roster already. What are we oh, doing? Oh, dude. He's done. Dude. He's done. Uh, he wants can, you fight for, can you fight for a football? Just like, I mean, pretend he, like you want it? He's cooked. He's absolutely cooked. But I want to bring up something here, and I, it's rolling through the Twitter right now because we are live here on San Francisco Training Camp Live with Joe Shasky, the Butcher, and Ponce Hill. Of course, host of the morning roast from 6 to 10, Monday through Friday. Uh, catch this bad boy on the Odyssey app exclusively on the Odyssey app. Uh, Steiny Guru and Dibs were talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. And Steinitz basically said, Jimmy Garoppolo equals Kavon Lodi and Trey Lance equals James Wiseman. Now, without knowing no other context to that analogy, I still disagree with it. Um, to call Jimmy Garoppolo Kavon Looney 
I, I think that's a little unfair. That's a little unfair to Jimmy Garoppolo. He ain't – I mean, yeah, he likes to keep it safe, but the all-no throws are coming on throws where he is taking a gamble. Come on, Looney. Just, I love the guy, but he sets screens, and he may get you a bucket here and there. Trey Lance being James Wiseman, I think Jay, Trey Lance is almost like he's damn near in that LeBron category where we're expecting him to be a Hall of Famer right off the rip to where James Wiseman – Okay, he played three college games, 69 minutes. He was okay. Um, last year he gave you 12 and 6. But I, I just – I don't see the distinction there with that analogy. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't hold water for me. There's just too many loopholes. And, right. yeah, Jimmy's better than Looney, and I think Lance is farther along than right. where James Wiseman is, although I understand – where it would make sense for someone because of the lack of games and stuff right. like that. I think the sophistication from Trey Lance, some people just don't know football, Bonte. I mean, let's be honest. Let's call it what it is. They just don't know what they're talking about or what to look for. I mean, you want to blame right. Trey Lance for holding onto the ball. My argument and all the sacks that he got was, dear God, he had no time to throw. Uh, right. I'd like to see him with the first unit offense. I'd like to see him throwing to George Kittle. James Wiseman got the opportunity to play alongside right. Steph Curry and yep. still couldn't really make things happen. Give mm-hmm. George Kittle an opportunity to catch passes from Trey Lance, and it's going to look electric, B. No, you know what drives me crazy is that the same things people are pointing out for Trey Lance, oh, he took four sacks. Oh, he almost threw a couple picks. Focus on that. Well, when we focus on that when it came to Jimmy Garoppolo, the narrative was different. Oh, well, the line didn't block for him. Oh, well, they don't have any wide receivers. Well, this guy's out there playing with – I don't even know who – other than Richie James Jr., he played with Ayuk and Debo, and you saw what happened there. He hit Ayuk straight in the hands. Matter of fact, I don't even think Debo we, was in on that possession. He played no. with Sherfield, Tr- but he was playing with Charlie Warner, you know, Richie James Jr. I mean, Jawan Jennings didn't even play last year. Right. Jawan Jennings didn't play last year. Jawan Jennings looked good. But those were the type of players James Wiseman was playing with. Well, as you said, I mean, excuse me, Trey Lance, as you were saying, James Wiseman's playing with Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and Andrew Wiggins. Trey Lance is playing with guys who may not even be on this roster let's just be real here so for him to basically produce the type of game he produced behind that offensive line we're just lucky the young man survived behind that offensive line like he took some shots in that in that first half and I'm thinking to myself all right that's it that's enough and Shanahan still threw him out there to start the third quarter I love the reps I love the repetitions but for him to do what he did with that core now let me see him with the ones because I think if he does it with the ones, Jimmy's not getting that job back. No. Well, and, and look, they they sounded like, to me, they mandated that the kid do, doesn't run. And they, no. they limited the amount of boots. Notice all his successful plays came on movement plays for him, which is what he's going to excel at. Why would you want to treat this kid like a statue? Well, because you you want to see him in an environment that maybe he's not um, the greatest at in, in, in the pocket, which I get. It's a preseason game. It's his first action. And why would I want to showcase all my wrinkles if I'm Kyle Shanahan um, as I prepare for week one against Detroit? I don't want Detroit to know anything that I'm doing. Yeah. It sounds like Trey Lance has taken anywhere between six and eight snaps every single day at practice with the first unit um, doing the zone read and the read option type stuff. We didn't see any of that, Bonte. We didn't see any real pistol, quote-unquote, formations. Um, so I, I'm assuming maybe we get a little taste of something like that in the next two weeks. Who knows, though? Hey, and you know what? Why, like, people make it a big deal about Shanahan not letting a young young man play. Like, hey, man, open up the playbook and do it. <laughs> Why would you show Detroit anything? 
keep yeah. it as vanilla as possible. And it's obvious what Shanahan was doing. Get comfortable in the pocket. Get comfortable mm-hmm. in the pocket. Let me see you in the pocket. And he stood in the pocket and, look, he held on to the ball at times a little too long, but so does Jimmy Garoppolo. I saw Jimmy Garoppolo hold on to the ball in practice. It's practice without shoulder pads. And he's out there holding on to the ball, taking sacks in practice. Like, <laughs> Trey Lance wants to make a rip. And, you know, we touched on some of the throws and some of the near interceptions. He got full with the cover two. Corner dropped off, sagged off. Could have had an easy interception there. Trey's got to get better that, at that. Of course. He's the film, and he'll say, okay, I was duped there. And as you mentioned earlier on the show, Juwan Jennings may have been open because he was matched up on a linebacker. Another one was the Wayne Gallman play where Wayne Gallman's coming around on the quick slant left to right, and Trey just kind of holds on to the ball. He's got to get it there. Just let your players – you know, it's okay to throw the two-yard pass here and there because you got a guy like Gallman or Jennings or Sermon – Guys who could make things happen when they get the ball in their hands. They could make a man miss and go pick up yards. So he will get better in that department. He wasn't perfect, but damn, the flat was great. I mean, B, look, for a kid who's coming straight out of college, who's 20 and has never played in, what, 500-something days, Mm -hmm. sure sure could have fooled me. His polish under center, the footwork, cadence, command at the line, moxie, uh, patience in between Mm -hmm. plays to get the team huddled up and ready to go, his comprehension of the verbiage to be able to line up his teammates. Um, He seemed to be mentally, mentally, and polish-wise, yep. he seemed to be an NFL player. And so yep. to me, that was just a – not that I was you know, worried. It's just it's part of the checklist before that we can get ready to hand this guy the reins to the entire franchise. You got you to gotta hit certain benchmarks. So for me, he hit all those benchmarks. Look, I want to see him in a two-minute drill. I want to see him go through his progressions and take mm-hmm. a little bit of what the defense can get you. But I don't want him to lose that aggressive nature, which is going to separate him from some of the other quarterbacks in 49er history. Like, throw the ball downfield, young man. I'm okay with the turnover here and there. I think people people are way too obsessive over turnovers. When you're right. an explosive, high-power player, you're going to turn it over, but you're right. going to make up for it with big, explosive plays. There's no doubt. And look, a lot of defenders are going to drop trace passes because there's so much velocity on the football. Absolutely. It's going to break some fingers, man. His own receivers can't catch his passes right now. Hey, what do you think some defenders are going to do on the other team here? I want to break this to you huh. because this is interesting to me, and I wonder how Kyle Shanahan will go about his business when it comes to Trey Lance going against the number one defense. Adam Johns. Uh, Adam Johns covers the Chicago Bears for the athletic. He says Bears coach Matt Nagy indicates that quarterback Justin Fields, their number one overall pick out of Ohio State, will get more time with wide receiver Allen Robinson and other starters also against number one defense. He called it part of the evaluation process and part of their plan. Now, Shanahan a week ago said, look, Trey will play. He will have some packages every single game. But when is Trey going to go against the number one defense? When is he going to play? Because we've already seen him play with Ayuk and uh, Debo Samuel, and he's thrown some dimes at George Kittle in practice. But when is he playing behind that first-string offensive line? And will we see him go against the ones against the Chargers down to these joint practices Thursday and Friday? That's the next step. And I think that's the step. That's the step for Trey to go ahead and take the job. But Matt Nagy in Chicago – it's basically like, look, I've seen enough of Andy Dalton. I know what Andy Dalton's bringing to the table. This number one, this hot shot kid, I need to go with this guy to save my job. And Matt Nagy's ahead of the curve there. 
Well, and their situation's a little different. I mean, it they've is. got they've got quarterbacks that I would deem to be even on their best day lesser than Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> um, and so their situation is just a little little different, you know. And Justin Fields, though, right? Their no, their very, there are some similarities. There are some differences. I don't dismiss that. I think you're a hundred percent spot on regarding the assessment of what's going to happen this week with the Chargers. I think it's going to be fascinating. Uh, Shanahan is not allowing the media to see practice the next couple of days. You know what though? I think it- Mayoko took that back from NBC Sports. He said the media is allowed in. Oh, he said it was a typo. So Mayoko oh. said so. The media will be there. The general public will not be allowed to watch practice. All right, let's read a tat tat some other thoughts just real quick <laughs> on the on the team as a whole because we we're obviously obsessed about Trey right. Lance and, and how could yeah. you not be? Um, I'm worried about the secondary. Uh, I, I like the two young corners that came out there and play. I don't know what has happened to Emmanuel Mosley, but man, I just, I didn't see a whole lot from him. He didn't play a whole lot. I'm not sure he's my guaranteed day one starting opposite corner of Verrett. Don't know what's going on with safety. And if there's any way to go get to Castro, the guard who was released from Pittsburgh, I think mm. you have to make a move like that. Yes. You almost, you almost yes. drafted that guy. To me, if, if the Castro can be had right now, I think you bring him in. If look, if it's a money thing, B, I'm telling you this right now. If it's a money thing and you simply can't bring him in, find a way to move off of Jimmy Garoppolo and bring in DeCastro. Like that's where I'm at right now. Or restructure a contract. Tell Jimmy, hey, look, if you're starting, you need a right card. You can't yeah. move like Trey Lance. Yeah. If you play behind Brunskill or Banks, who's out for two to three weeks, you're going to get destroyed and Trey Lance will take your job. Exactly. You want to keep your job. Restructure, give up some money, and yes. bring up David DeCastro. I'm surprised nobody's jumped all over him. Yeah, I, I, he it's automatic for me. He's a mauler. I don't know why you wouldn't want to get him. The other things, real quick, Hufanga looks like a player. I know you're a little skeptical of him in pass no. coverage. Totally fair. I no. think he cleans plays up. I like him a lot. Don't trust Wilson at this point. Um, I'm a little worried about the defensive line. Are you guys going to play at all in the preseason? Yeah. Are, are we sure? Are we sure? Like Javon Kinlaw, he's at the spot in his career. He doesn't have to play. Are we sure about that? I'm not saying that the guy isn't good. It's like, damn, can I just see some of these dudes? Well, here's an update real quick on uh, David DeCastro. I hadn't even realized this, but he told a Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh Steelers beat reporter at the, the Steelers Pittsburgh Post Gazette uh, that he, got, he has wow. bone spurs in his ankle. Uh, he may need a third ankle surgery, which mm. is probably why he hasn't been picked up. And he's thinking about retirement because the ankle's just not its not cooperating. So that makes sense of why a player like DeCastro has not been picked up yet because this guy is a problem. When he's, when he's healthy and he's right, he he's, is one of the best guards in football. So, oh, man, that's tough. So, anyway, you talk about, uh, you talk about the safety out of USC. He makes plays. Look. He's going to get beat in coverage. I get that. You're going to have to live and die with some things here. Is he worse than Joukowsky Tart? This guy looks like a thumper. Right? He wants to play the run game. Right? He's going like from deep third to deep third to he's playing in center field to all of a sudden playing in the box. He is everywhere. So I thought he played really well. Jonas Griffith, uh, Griffith, uh, number 53 middle linebacker, made some plays out there. He flashed a lot. I thought Artie Key made some plays. We didn't really talk about Artie Key. That's a good point. But he had to play a short yardage situation where he stuffed his blocker and he held his ground and made a play there down there uh, on the short yardage situation against Kansas City. Artie Key's impressing me right now, Shasky, and I think there's a role for him on his football team. 
No doubt about it. He's a situational pass rusher. I like him. He actually almost got two quarterback uh, hits. He kind of eased up on two of them. Let me throw another name at you. I thought your Michael Hasty looked really good. And I don't want to lose my mind because it was late in that game. But between him and Simba, wiggle and jukes and burst. Hey, you know what, Jamichael Hasty? We went crazy over him against the Rams last season on Sunday Night Football. When the game got hairy and they needed to get a couple first downs, it was Hasty running the rock. And he was running it hard. He was getting the eight, nine to pop. He puts his head down. He runs with physicality, which is what Shanahan is looking for. There's some opportunity for Jamichael Hasty, especially with the injury to Jeff Wilson Jr. You know, Mostert, you never know with him whether yeah. or not he's going to stay healthy. And then Trey Sermon, it wasn't his best game. I don't think it was as bad as what people made it seem like to be. I know the yards per carry will tell you 2.9. That's not sexy. There wasn't much out there for him. No. I thought he ran with some power. He ran with some force. I think Sermon will be okay. But Hasty, Gallman in the pass game, I like these stable running backs. No doubt about it. And Jennings, we kept talking about Jennings. Yes. Jennings looked promising. He really did. Two quick areas. Wisnowski, I don't know what's going on with the punts. I don't know. Gold, okay, I'm not going to freak out. You played in the league for a long time. I am a little concerned he's at the end. But Wisnowski, what the heck's going on there? The punter. Uh, the kicking game is a problem. There's no doubt. I was very disappointed with the punts from Mitch Wisnowski. You look at Townsend for McKenzie. Yeah, he's a baller. He's booming them. And he's pinning the Niners down inside the five-yard line. Wisnowski, I, I don't know. And what did you spend, a third-round pick on him? Yeah, for I mean, did at the time, but I thought this guy was the next Ray guy or something. <laughs> he, he doesn't look good, man. No. I'm, I'm not sure about Wisnowski. Hey, I'm disappointed in hey. him. He ain't no Andy Lee. I'll tell you no, that right he's now. Not. He's not at all. He's not at all, man. Damn, that was 30 minutes. Man, I know. We'll keep going here. Training Camp Live. San Francisco Training Camp Live exclusively on the Odyssey app. Joe Shasky to Butcher, Bonte Hill. Uh, look, game two against the Chargers. They're going to have joint practices Thursday and Friday. This is the week where we can see some movement, especially at the quarterback position. Remember, John Lynch said, we haven't named Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo our week one starter yet. That job is up for grabs. Trust me. For hey. Skip Bayless, a.k.a. Joe Saski, for Shannon Sharp, a.k.a. Bonte Hill, because apparently these takes are too hot for people. That's it for us. We'll see you on Friday at high noon. If not, catch us on the morning roast every day, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. We'll be breaking down 49ers football all season long, man. Take care, everybody.